this is a new episode of my podcast called Infinite Sky. You are listening to Barry J. <laughs> oh boy. So, it seems that the last time I updated my podcast was in December. And it's March. I know, I know. It's been so, 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 so long. And so much. So much. So much has happened. But we're still here. We're still here thriving in North Carolina. Yeah, funny enough, those two jobs I mentioned. Yeah, both of them are gone. Yeah, I may have quit Walmart, and I expected that, but I didn't expect the week I come back from spending Christmas and New Year's at home, my day job decided to let me go. And it wasn't necessarily, like, I don't miss the job. I don't miss the work and how the company was run. But I miss talking to people that I talked with. And I learned a lot from that job. I've learned how it's not always good to stick it out or to stay in a situation just to say you stayed. Like for Walmart, I worked for seven months. I could have quit at five months. I could have quit at four months. But I decided to stay for seven months. And it's crazy to me that I stayed at that job for that long, knowing that they're overworking me. Yeah, working seven days a week wasn't that great because I was, like I mentioned, I was so exhausted. I didn't have a chance to really explore like I wanted to. And ever since I quitted that job, I've gotten a lot more. I finally have weekends off with this job. And let me tell you, the job hunt was not easy. It was not easy. But blessings did happen. I was able to make it that long without a job and still be able to pay rent and bills. Yeah. For months. Yeah. But we're here now. And I've realized (laughs) after losing the battle a million times ever since I moved to North Carolina, one of the biggest things I have, I'm learning and will continue to have to learn. I feel like that's why I'm still here. You know, like I'm not living on campus like I was supposed to. I'm not attending Central like I was supposed to. It's because of me. It's because, like, um, I love to problem solve. And sometimes it's not always a a quick fix, a quick solution. So there will be certain things like, say, you know, my car was falling apart. We love that. We love having to spend over $1,500 over a car that's 2000 
that was made in 2009 but we love jessica she's moving she's grooving she still needs work done but it is what it is um and i what i realized is that it's like i was fighting god at one point not necessarily being like cursing him or like i don't believe you know not that way but in terms of like who has a say in my life who has a say in my decisions I kind of was like oh well me because I I live by myself who else who else is there to really say oh you shouldn't do this or you shouldn't do that what no one you could live like a slob you could live like a neat freak and nobody will know but you have to live with your consequences. You, If you want to live as a slob, then you will be unhappy. I don't care what anybody says. You will be unhappy in that environment that you caused yourself. So, and I feel like a lot of it had to do with kind of like stepping down and really like asking and praying for answers. I'm like, okay, so what am I supposed to do now? And like actually listening because before I was kind of listening but I was too busy being excited like hey I'm finally living on my own yay you know this apartment accepted me but not really thinking hmm I don't have a job why did they accept me hmm I'm moving across the country 10 miles 10 hours away from my home what I felt like this half of the year which you know I always said I was getting rid of this apartment yeah newsflash I'm staying right here a lot of things that I planned on doing it got changed or detoured or just postponed and I feel like this happened because I had to learn this baby element of really trusting of really listening, of really asking, of really praying, and putting a serious effort. Besides, you know, like saying, I say, oh, I'm going to read a Bible verse every day. Read the Bible verse and then go back to whatever we're doing. No. It's not just the time that we allocate for God in our lives. In our personal day-to-day schedule. No. He wants all of it. drive from home to work and work from home that 30 minutes you use to get ready and to eat breakfast before you go to work that 10-15 minute break you get at work that's what I realized and to ask for help Granted, God is always willing to help us, but he doesn't enter a space, a place, a house where he is not invited. And I realized that could have been the reason why some things turned out the way they did or I got different um, results than what I wanted, what I anticipated, was because I never really, I didn't ask for his help. 
I didn't ask for his input. I didn't ask for his wisdom. I just went with whatever idea that I had. And most of the time, they utterly fail. And then I get upset. And then I give up. Perfect. I can give you a perfect example for this. I um, decided since I'm going to be living here for another year, I'm going to make it way more comfortable living space, you know. Get more furniture in here. I have a lot of the big furniture, but in terms of like decorating and making this place really mine, I haven't done that yet. And you know, put some holes on the wall. Not big ones, but you know, enough to hang up paintings and what have you. I deserve it. Why not? And that's what I also, what I realized, it's okay to make up space to make noise, to color what's around you, to be who you are, but we also have to be um, considerate, and we also have to notice how certain people treat you after you act more of who you really are and stop caring about what people think. Some things have stayed the same, but other things haven't. Like, I realized even certain co-workers that I had at the time, I considered them quote-unquote work friends, but they really considered me nothing more than a co-worker. And I was looking too into things. And I've realized that sometimes it's better just to slow down and really get what people's intentions are to make sure that you both understand the quote-unquote limitations of that friendship and relationship. I have been praying. Granted, it's not nearly the same as the daily prayers I did when I first started out or the daily journaling. But I read. I read the words I need. Instead of listening to just the CDs I have, I switched on and off with my station. That's definitely helped me make more positive. It's definitely helped me hear the, the good message, the good news. So the job I have now is it's good. It's rewarding. It's very rewarding. It's not that difficult at all. I honestly I really enjoy it. The only downside is the hours I get and the location and the monthly pay. But I'm really gonna try and tough it out because I really enjoy working with those kids and you know. I just like it. And the other job I have is the one I've spent a lot of time on. It is the job of being a literacy tutor between the ages of K through three, I believe, and men. Men, oh man. 
this is a job. God, I had a video interview and I was up there, you know, fixing my hair, fixing my clothes, making sure they look good, recording the interview and having to submit that, filling all this paperwork, don't hear from them for a couple weeks. And then I finally get that response. But man, that was the job. That funny enough, I found that job at a micro library in my town. Um, so basically, Jessica was starting to speak a lot, and it was like a really oh, that's a it was it was a really terrible sound. I mean, really loud. Every time I turned her on and drove, she would make that terrible sound. I just knew something wasn't right, so I brought her to a place so they could have a, um, just tell me what the issue is. Needless to say, you know, realistically, it only took them an hour or two to find out what's really wrong with my car, but I was walking around the streets for five hours, and it amazed me of my temperament that day, because most people including me, especially when I'm hungry, five hours, being without my car for five hours, for no reason, because it sat, it basically sat in the parking lot for three hours, and then the last two, they finally decided to look, because all I was getting was a sound diagnostic, I wasn't getting any work done on my car, it was just for me to find out what was wrong with it, what parts needed to get fixed or repaired, and an estimate, that's all I needed, now I realize next time when my car is really making a noise or something like that, I'm just going to bring her to AutoZone because they do the exact same thing. And they wouldn't have took me five hours. But I feel like for this reason, I, it, it, it was needed. That's when I found it. Because I was like, you know what? I just felt led to go to the library and just look on their, their board. Like, you know, library, they usually post, you know, jo- you know, jobs and stuff. And that's when I found it. And half of me wasn't even going to try it because at that time, it was January. Yeah, it was January, February. And in my head, I'm like, the school year ends in June. Isn't it too late? And half I was half right because, of, you know, they give you a school based on location and the school that I was looking at or the public school system or district or whatever looking at was basically saying um, you know that it might be too late if they're not still hiring but they were so I'm starting a second job pretty soon I just have to finish the last part which is go to the clinic and get it filled out but you know I'm fit enough to work but um that's how I found that job. And there were so many times I wanted to give up and reconsider another job after not hearing back from them or anything. And even when I was committing, even when I was submitting, completing the application, it felt like I was pulling an armor. And it felt like no motivation to do it, just to be plain lazy. But I noticed every time that I slacked, that means that I would have to work even harder to make up for the time. I wasted and like I mentioned I was getting my furniture from my apartment and you know I blew they have their 
little, you know, cute little furniture trinkets and stuff that are pretty cute and pretty affordable. You just, um, one of them is a cube organizer. Haven't gotten to it yet, but um, they also have something for shelves. You know, for five bucks, you just, it's literally supposed to be like the easiest way to apply for anything. You just build it. And, you know, it helps organize your shoes. And I'm like, yes, I need that. You know, I'm tired of just having my shoes in a box on the floor. Like, now they're actually properly put up um, near my door. So, when I have guests over, <laughs> or when, you know, I come back from work, I can just take my shoes off and put them back. Um, which I was doing anyway, because I, you know, I mostly garbage. Um... And the first time I built it, I tried and tried and tried. And I was like, for the life of me, I couldn't get it. I was like, where's the instructions? There were instructions in this box, thankfully, but I still couldn't really understand it. And I was frustrated with myself because I already built previous um, furniture. Like, for example, I built a six-piece, six-cubed organizer from Amazon, which... Also should have been easy, but it took me, it took me some time, okay? Because, <laughs> listen, you know, me, me and my ADD, okay? Instructions, me and verbal instructions need to be repeated, but instructions written down, I'm like, what? Um, but we finally, we figured that one out. Because I was about to return it if I couldn't figure it out. And the one for fun below, I was like, okay, this should be easier, right? Because it's just literally a two-tier, you know, um, plastic thing that, you know, I thought it would be really simple. But for some reason, I was having the hardest time. And I got frustrated with myself. And I put it away. I was just like, oh, whatever. And I put it away. And I, rem- I remember seeing it, you know, and it sat for weeks and weeks and weeks. And I'm like, I'm not touching it. I'm not touching it. I'm not touching it. I can't. I gave up. But today, after I came in um, from doing laundry, I was like, you know what? I don't know. Just today, it just felt so light. You know, that everything was going to be fine. I just felt so... I know, so yeah, I just felt like I had so much energy. I just, just felt like, I don't know. I just felt good, I guess. And, um, so, I was looking at it, and I'm like, you know what? I really should try this today, you know, just see what happens. And it's funny, because I forgot I bought two boxes of the same thing. Because they tell you, you can combine the two tiers and make it like four and make it you know pretty good height um and I used the unopened one first because I was like I don't know how I put this back you know because the first time I tried it I was frustrated so I don't even know if everything's in there I was like you know let me just start with this one and what I did this time because at first I was like oh no what if I get disappointed again you know because I didn't want to have to return it because it's only five dollars literally I was like I should at least try I at least gotta try again I can't just give up and whatever because I gave up on everything I wouldn't even have had this apartment
I wouldn't have even moved down here if I gave up on everything. So I did. And before I tried again, this time I prayed about it. I said, please help me build this. (laughs) And honestly, I got a little mixed up a couple times, but not nearly as bad as it was before. And once I finished it, I just felt so accomplished. I was like, oh my goodness, like, we did it, we did it. And so much so, I took the other box that had, you know, kind of when I shoved all the stuff in there out of frustration, I was in, you know, certain parts were a little wrinkled, like the actual fabric is kind of, has that, it's kind of plastic basically. And it was all wrinkled up. Like, man, I was very upset. <laughs> it was all wrinkled. Like, I smushed it in there. I smushed everything in there. Um, unfortunately, I did lose a couple pieces, but maybe I'll find it later. Um, so instead of making the four tier, I was only able to make the three tiers. But I was just so happy I was able to use it. I was able to, you know, even though it was wrinkled up, it still, the fabric still worked. If I wasn't missing those last few pieces, I would have made a fourth tier. And as soon as I, you know, fixed it up, I put it near my front door and that's where it is now. And I just felt like, yay, you know, I felt happy with that. And that's when I realized, you know what, I got to stop doing that. I got to stop getting so frustrated or upset when things don't work out all the time because I realize now that certain detours that I'm taking and certain things being postponed is for my greater good um another realization I had came to me a couple nights ago at like 3am to 4am and Basically, I was having this issue of transferring money from one account to the other account because they're from they're from two different banks, and the out of bank, out of network transfer is going to be a pain. And I was like, well, "There has to be another way. There has to be another way." And before I went to bed, um, I remember just praying. You know, like, oh, just help me come up with a solution. And that's when I got it at, like, 3 a.m. And at first, I'm like, why am I still up? And that's when I realized that, you know, God was talking to me. So I just, you know, listened to what's going on and whatever. Um, That's when I realized. I, like, hit me in the head. Like, I'm such an idiot sometimes. But literally, the first thing is to use the card for the checking account you know use the debit card for the bank that you're trying to take money out of like say it's um bank of america and i'm trying to transfer money to um los fargo both those banks suck but anyway say i'm i use my card linked to bank of america and all i have to do is literally get cash back 
I'm so slow. I know. Get cash back. Get the actual cash. Go to Wells Fargo's ATM, which is 24-7, and deposit the money in instant. Well, if they're open, it'll be an instant balance. Instant deposit. But... You know, I'll just wait till the next business day or whatever and I'll be available, available like when you cash a check. And I'm like, oh my goodness. And like, you know, and not only did I have that idea, I had two more ideas. And what also hit me was, you know, because I'm a fan of watching TV shows from all around the world, all around the world you know. Got some shows on Netflix I really enjoy. Got some stuff on YouTube I was watching. Hulu, Disney Plus when I was watching it, and how certain characters, you know, especially in like the romance themes, how certain characters had traits where I was like, ooh, that's attractive, ooh, that's attractive, ooh, that's attractive, and what hit me, well, what told me, that hit me, (laughs) is that everything that I was looking for I already had. Let me explain it to you. Cause I see I wrote it down. I'm learning. Okay. <laughs> We're learning. And we have it. We have a whole notes saved as adulting, which is gonna be all the quote quote downloads I get and stuff that just help me to be better. Um but yeah, all the traits that I saw as attractive in the shows or, you know, dramas that I watched already existed. Perfect example, one trait is being the, you know, the big tough guy, the, you know, the protector. God has given us weapons to use against the enemy's attacks. He has the final say in our lives. He tells the enemy when and when not to attack us and instructs the angels to protect us and fight our own behalf. He loved us so much he gave us his only begotten son to protect the new covenant and to change our eternal fate. Another attractive trait was like, you know, being wealthy or being financially secure, being a provider, head of household sort of thing. The father created the earth, the heavens and the earth in seven days. Need I say anymore? Everything we have was given to us by him. He knows our wants and provides for our needs. He gives us wisdom to achieve financial security and prosperity when we listen. And I have a little crying emoji next to it because, you know. <laughs> okay, um being loved unconditionally you know how like it's kind of cheesy but you know she has certain traits like oh she can't see oh she can't hear oh she you know she gets bullied in her school with like oh I love you besides you know God of the universe knows how many hairs we have on our heads he created us for a purpose and he created us cell by cell literally he loves the good parts of us despite our sinful ways 
our toxic mindsets and our unbelief. Mm. When we throw tantrums, when we run away, when we rebel, he waits for us. He stays with us. He never leaves and keeps all his promises. He wrote down his promises and gave them to us. Another one is, you know, just being a good listener. He gave us the Holy Spirit who lives within us and knows our hearts and has given us a way to always be in contact with him and vice versa. He listens to our prayers, cries, tears, or even mutters. The only living thing that truly listens and not just hears you. Not only does he listen, he gives responses, whether we see them as responses or not. (laughs) Sometimes... These responses can be seeing things that correlate with what you ask for or words given by other human beings, maybe even on signs or billboards. He knows the best way to approach us and uniquely so that there's no question that it was straight from him. Another trait being caring and compassionate about others. Well, need I say more? God gave us his only begotten son so that we can have eternal life with him. That we no longer need a human middleman to communicate or or make animal sacrifices. And that he cares about not just what we think, but what the world thinks. He doesn't want harm to come to any of us because everything is 100% preventable. So he tries to get us to prevent our own dismay. And this is saying, you know, comfort. Which goes along with being compassionate and listening to, you know, your heart. Whatever he physically can't give us in terms of comfort, he sends humans our way to give us the physical needs. Example, hugs, prayers, new friends, new environments. He pushes us harder than we would ever push ourselves. He knows exactly where we need to be and how for how to get us to be motivated to be on fire or for us to submit. Another treat, being a natural leader, a strong leader. God is supposed to be the head of our lives. You're supposed to go to him first for everything. But I don't always, which is what causes me unnecessary stress and anxiety. He wants to put us first and be the first person we talk to and listen to and ask for wisdom because obviously he wouldn't lead us down the wrong path if we listened and to save you a lot more time and a lot less heartbreak if you would just submit and listen the first time 
I promise you. It's way better. Everything that I saw as attractive in a man, I already have. And it's showing me, you know, of course it's natural to still want a husband that has all these traits. Of course, of course, of course. But as a female right now, a single one at that, and a young one, (laughs) a single young, available female, that I should focus on God first. Because he can love me unconditionally. He can forgive everything. He'll never leave. But love amongst humans, that can get complicated. Because God will never hurt me. But a human can. So I have to learn to love God and submit like I'm supposed to before Mr. Right comes. It also explains why every time I get on a dating app, I never stay on there for long. I might check every once in a while certain statuses, but I just can't bring myself to scroll aimlessly all day long on these people. And that's probably part of the reason why. It's because I'm supposed to be productive time with God who can give me the needs that I have the wants that I have all of the traits I mentioned and more all I have to do is ask now I'm realizing once I start inviting God more into my life in terms of decisions And listening. It'll get better from here. Well, sorry guys. Today's episode was a little bit longer than anticipated. But, um. Thank you for listening to my episode. This is Bay J. Thanks for listening to Infinite Sky. Have a good night.